You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom, this is Truvis and Poiskim, and as we have just had the other Chaydish, Chaydish, other Aleph, we thought it was important to be Marbe, as it says, and I think that the understanding here is, of course, not just the the Torah of uh, the Torah of the Nyan of the Yoima or the Nyan of what's, what we'll have in six weeks of Purim, but in general, there is a, a chizuk that Klal Yisrael gets from learning that when Klal Yisrael realized that the Xerah was no longer upon them, that they were able to fight back, that creates uh, a, 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 a incredible power in their nefshamis, their nefashis, to work in Torah, to be omel, to have the simcha of limerat Torah. And, and that's in, in many ways defines us. And in this door, we, when we thought that perhaps we had reached a, a tipping point, or perhaps a plateau, but what has happened instead is there has been uh, an explosion of young Talmud Chachamim who are willing not just to settle, but to go out and discover Bimachadish, to be Yerid or Umkadina for the Sefer. Minchas, Minchas, Minchas Avrom, Minchas Avrom. And Amincha definitely is a Sefer that he's, uh, Antinus is already out, and uh, Tomid. And we also have, he is, in a sense, uh, an author whose work's in progress. It's so exciting to be able to have with us someone who is not just putting his story in, but also wanting to be Oymen and be Machadish. And as I said, he took advantage of what this new interconnected world has to be connected not only to his Rabbonim and his Rabbeim that he had in other yeshivas, but to reach out and be connected to as we've said, he's been here before as a Talmud Muvik of Hagoyin Ayoshish, Zeichetzalek Levrocha, Rav Shmario Shulman, along with other Gedele Yisrael in far-flung areas of Ram Yaakov is a person who, I wouldn't call you an old soul in a young body, but you're part of the timeless sense that we're all interconnected and 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 you you you, you have a, a rotsen and a shifa uh, to to amass and understand and to be machadish and not just chazring over the same shtiklach over and over again so i i'm especially happy to introduce you today because not only that's a shayla that's now like you mentioned we're ready into the shadow getting closer to the forum a shayla that's Related to Purim, but it's really a Shaila, as we'll discuss, that's related to many, many areas of Torah. The Shaila directly related to Purim is as follows. Now, the concept of priority Shailas is not something new for uh, Hilfus Purim. You have in the beginning of Shulchan Aruch, right, Tzitzis and Tefillin, the Mishnah Brewer discusses many different priorities. Let's say a person can't get the Tzitzis and Tefillin, which one, which one goes first? We can't afford them or whatever. Or Tzitzis, Tfil, and Mezuzah, all those questions are discussed in Archaim Aleph. Similarly, in Hilfus Purim, there's a Shaila as follows. Let's say, for whatever reason, a person cannot afford to be able to take care of both Matanaslav Yainim and Mashalach Manas. He can only do one or the other. Which one should he do? Now, that question not only is it a financial question if he can't afford both, it can also come up, let's say a person was busy. Purim with things that distracted him, things that he was supposed to be busy with. Day is running out, time is running out. It's almost Shkia. He has time to turn his attention to either Shalach Manus or Matanus Lavyanim. 
Which one does he do? It's the same really priority shell. I mean, if some place can address it as a, a financial question, a money question, can't afford to do both, which one do you prioritize? But in truth, it's really a question also a time priority. Which one do you do you, do you do first when you or only if you only have time for one? And moreover, even if it's not a priority question of either time or money, let's say you're, you're able to do both and you're going to do both. Should one be done before the other? That, a question like that applies to everyone. Most people, Metzim, will be looking forward to being Mekai in both mitzvahs. The question is, which one do you do first? That's the question that both the pre-Megadim and other G'dayli Achreinim have discussed. Now, before we get into the topic that I really like to mainly speak about over here is, I want to, just thinking out loud a little bit, a little like more of like alumnus approach, this question again, that the pre-Megadim and others question, if you can't afford or you're not able to do both Shalach Manas and Ma'atanus Lev Yainim, which one, which one is the priority that you have to do? So there is a question about Ma'atanus Lev Yainim in general. I'm asked this question. I, I started in Shalim Hyman Sefer, the back of Caleb Bay's of Shalim Hyman discusses it as well. What's the uniqueness of Ma'atanus Lev Yainim? And in essence, it's just really tzedakah. You're giving tzedakah to a poor person. And the mitzvah of tzedakah is a year-round chiv. There's tzedakah exists 365 days a year. So what is unique about matanas Yainim that we don't already know from the regular mitzvah of tzedakah? So Shlaim Haiman, his approach is a very simple approach that tzedakah year-round could be that you're only chayiv in the mitzvah of tzedakah as if an ani approaches you or you're made aware of a certain cause that needs money, then you have the mitzvah of tzedakah. However, on Purim, Matanus Yoyim tells you that, that even if you don't know of an ani, an ani didn't approach you, it's your job to go out and find an ani. That's what yeah, you, it's up to, it's, he calls it a din on the chayvas ha-gavra. It's up to you. You have to go ahead and find the person to give tzedakah to, to be in the mitzvah of Matanus Yoyim. He also, as a side note, says that, you know, there's halachas, but how much money you're supposed to spend on tzedakah throughout the year. It says, you don't spend more than a fifth of your money. So what happens if a person, let's say before Purim, uh, checks his accounts or whatever does his, he does his uh, equations, and he sees that he already spent the chaymish already. So as far as the mitzvah of tzedakah is concerned, he no longer has to give tzedakah anymore. He already paid his dues throughout that year. So Shalim Ayman says there still would be a mitzvah of Matanus Le'ev because it's not the general mitzvah of tzedakah. There's something unique over here called Matanus Le'ev that even if you already paid your chaymish already, and you're not supposed to spend more than that, for Matanas Levyanim, you could spend. But either way, all I want to pull out of this topic is, I think that everyone would agree that once you give Matanas Levyanim to an ani, now it's a of Durabanan, to do that, I am Mekayim, the mitzvah of tzedakah on a deraisa level. Okay, the deraisa level is if somebody comes to you or whatever, you're made aware of it, and the Rabbanon on Purim went ahead and said, don't just wait or see if somebody asks you for tzedakah. I want you to go ahead and find someone to give tzedakah to. But either way, once you give the tzedakah, the Matanas Levyanim, you're yaitza the mitzvah midoiraisa of tzedakah. That being said, I would think, I'm just uh, putting it out there, that uh, that would probably play a role. And if you, if you don't, you're not sure if you can do both Matanas Levyanim and Shalach Manas, so you don't have the money to do both. Which would be the priority? I would imagine the fact that you know they're they're both drabbanans. I mean, they're both midiri kabbalah and the and the pesukim and the gilzesta to give shalach and to give and to give 
Matanas Avyanim. However, Matanas Avyanim carries with it a Deraisa level of Tzedakah once you give it. So possibly that could play a role in tipping the scales in favor of giving Matanas Avyanim over Shalach Manas if you're faced with the either. See about the definition of Ani Be'evyoy. And mm-hmm. the Gemara actually says when it comes to when it comes to who, who to hire uh, in terms of a, of a poil, uh, that the Oni is because right. Evyoin is somebody who says, as, 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 who says, have, have. he's somebody who's not necessarily um, uh, in, in as dire straits, but is much more vocal about it, right? So an Evyoin, in some ways, is actually under an Oni. Uh, right. And on the level, because only the evyon is only first, and evyon is really, in a way, feeling the the, the regish of the of 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 his situation more and demanding more. So, uh, my my good friend uh, Rabbi Kobri and his sefer uh, on Matamai Mordechai on, uh, on 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 Chumash uh, suggests that on on Purim you, there's a specific din of evyon versus oni. In other words, oh, okay. there's a specific, right? And as I mentioned to you also, the other nafkaminas would be Wagabi Matan Besaysa. That whereas when it comes to the regular Hilchotzadok, the Gidre Arambam seem to hold court that there's certain, uh, the hierarchy of Tzadoka, that wouldn't apply with, uh, especially with Rashwama Hyman says, but that I think is another nafkamina, that the mm-hmm. hierarchy of Tzadoka wouldn't apply in terms of it's more Matan Besays for care. One could even, make the point, and I know if Kobe makes this point, but I know that uh, I think others develop it, that when it comes to matonas levyonim, it's actually mahuder that the person should see you and know you in order mm-hmm. to create the reus. Um, and that is a, um, you know, that's a, you can, you see that in the achronim as well. That that's part of the, the tachos mitzvah as opposed to uh, taking care of that person's needs. It's a matona. Matona implies the nusain. Like without Rosham Hyman's lotion of Gavra and 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 mitzvah, but the point is the noisein is primary, and therefore a noisein indicates the person's involved and creates a yachas, which you don't have uh, with tzedakah. Tzedakah, you're going to get the same schus. It might even be a greater schus if the person doesn't know about you. Anyway, that's just a, a, a yeah. stuff for here. The Pasik says, Eretz Kito Sa'ira, the Gefen, the Tain of the Remind, it tells a land of wheat, etc. Eretz Zayashem and Utbash. And the Gemara dashes from there, whatever is Muktim Bekra is Muktim Lebracha, which means whichever appears first in the Pasik goes first for making a Bracha. An example of that would be, let's say, if a person is eating raw wheat, which the Bracha would be Hadama. And he's also eating, let's say, a Remind or something, which is Ha'its. So which one does he make first? Which Bracha does he make first, the Ha'its or the Hadama? So the Gemara says the, the way to figure out what to do, what bracha goes first in Kadini Kadima is whatever appears in the Pasik first, that's what goes first. That's what the Gemara says, and it's passing that way, that's Hilfah's brachas. The Nesivah Sakhoidish, the Chakivarov, 
applies this principle, this Gemara and Brokers, to the following uh, question that we're dealing with over here. What do you do with, if you're not, if you're not able to be Mekayim, both Shafmanas or Matanas Avyanim, and you have to figure out which one do I do? So he says, well, let's look at the Pasuk. The Pasuk first says that you give Mishalach Manas, Umatanas Avyanim. It says, Mishalach Manas, Ishlurei Eyu, Umatanas Avyanim. So it would seem that the Megillah itself is telling you that first things first is Mishalach Manas, Ishlurei Eyu, followed by Umatanas Avyanim. He says, the Chakavrav himself notes, that if you look in the Rambam, the Rambam tells you clearly that Matanas Avyanim is more important than Shalach Maris. There's no, there's no simcha like, like being Sameach, the Lev of Aniyam, etc. So he says that the Chakavrav explains that perhaps, he says, perhaps the Rambam is referring to once I already did the, the Iker Mitzvah, I gave my Shalach Maris, my basic minimum, and I gave my minimum Matanas Avyanim. Now, the question is, how do I spend the rest? How do I do like additions, add-ons? Which one should I add on to? The Matanas Avyanim or the Shalach Maris? So on that, we see the says, perhaps the Rambam is only addressing like the Tesefis, the, the additional mitzvah, not the Iker mitzvah. He says it's a big Chiddush. Now, he does mention in the Sefer, the Sivas HaKadosh, if you don't mind, if you can pull it up, or, or if you it, he, he quotes from the Briskerov. As, the, he, as he says in the Sefer, they have ladina, adam ela, mitzvah You only have the opportunity to make one mitzvah, either or. It would seem, based on the Rambam saying it's more important to spend money on Matanas of then it would seem that would go first. And he writes in parentheses over there, from the Rambam, it sounds like Matanas of is first. However, the Sivas HaKadosh himself says, um, the fact that the Pasuk put it first, it would seem like that the mitzvah more important is, is to do with Shalach Mars. So again, so the Siva Sakhredish is coming with this very unique approach, yet we're not sure which one, what goes first, one or the other, if you can't do both. So he applies this concept of the Gemara and Brachas, of Hamukti Bakra is Muktim Lebracha, which will apply over here. What's unique about it, for starters, is that he's a, assuming that this cloud in the Gemara and Brachas not only applies to Hilchas Brachas, this is a universal principle that you could use elsewhere, right? Um, and not only in Torah, you could even, you could even apply it to Pesukim and Nach. Even the even the pasuk in, in uh, pasuk in Megillah's Esther, we could look at it. What came first, and that's what will be first. And we see here, he's pulled up on the bottom in the footnote there. He, he quotes many of the different achronim that discuss this question. The the he said Piskei Shuvah Chemnesari is a long list on that uh, Danu achronim over there. Who discusses this question? What goes before what? Okay, that's all I need from the, the, the Sivas Hakodesh, from the Sefer. Because I found elsewhere in the Sefer, in the Sivas Hakodesh Al where he also asks a very strong question based on this principle. He's discussing the mitzvah of Meiser. When the Pasuk says, in Pasha Shoftim, in the Barim, in Pasha Shoftim, it says, Uvaha Levi, Vager, Vahayosim, Vahalman, in that order. That you get who's next in the priority list to get Meiser, it's Ger, Yosim, Vahalman. So, the Chakir Rav says it sounds from the fact that the Ger goes first, sounds like the Ger would get Meiser before the, the Yasam and Almano. He says that the, the Mishnah says at the end of Hyrius that when the whole in the whole priority list of who gets before who for Tzedakah, the Ger is at the end of the list because it's not Hirasa Bikadusha, like godly Mano Bikadusha, there's more discussed there in Hyrius. So there, and then the Sivas Akhaidish asks the same question. Why would the Torah put 
ger first in Hilchas Meiser, if the halacha is that the ger does not is not the first person on the list to get the uh, to get the Meiser. He writes there that he asked this question to Abba David Goldfein. He says it was the Rav son-in-law when they met in Moscow, and he says he worked very hard. He was yagam oid alakash. He says the Rav son-in-law worked very hard on this question. He didn't have an answer. And what, I'm, what I take out of the Sefer Sakhoidish is something very interesting. That when he learned the Gemara Brachas, that Mem Aleph, that says on that pasuk Eretz Chitim Sa'ira, etc., Muktim Makra is Muktim Lebracha is a Shas is a Kol Hatayra Kula principle. If somebody comes first on a list in a pasuk, there is something like more special, more important about it. Therefore, he says when it comes to Shalach Manas, therefore, or Matanas Avyanim, Shalach Manas would be the priority over Matanas Avyanim for the mere fact that it's mentioned in the pasuk first. So I guess that's, I think, a big chiddush on the Sefer Sakhoidish. Like I said, that he's extending a Gemara brachas, which possibly, as we'll discuss in a moment, is only talking about brachas, and saying this is a universal klal, not only for brachas, it's a klal for all over the Torah, and it's also for all over Nebim and Suvim as well. Now, what is such a big chiddush about that is, if you look in the Tzlach, on brachas, not mem aleph, on that, on that Gemara where it says, Tzlach is bothered, I'll just paraphrase in short what the Tzlach says, He's bothered by an obvious question. Why is the Gemara assuming all because something is mentioned first means it goes first? There is no other way to compile a list if not having something for the other. Let's say the Torah wants to tell you that Israel has the following Zion meaning. It's impossible to write it down without having one before the other. So who said that there's any halachic significance to having something written one before the other if that's the only way to write a list is through doing that? That's the Tzlach's question. So Tzlach's answer is that you're right, there is no such thing as being the diet from the fact that something comes before the other. And the fact he says is, if you look carefully at the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, Eretz Chitu Sa'ira, the Gefen, of Eretz Zayishem Ludvash. The Gemara there in Amun Beis, in Mamalaf Amun Beis, discusses that. It says the word Eretz twice. So we have to figure out which of these seven minim are closer to which Eretz in order to produce a list of what's the, the priority one over the other. But either said, Tzlach says that the fact that it says Eretz twice in the Pasuk, that's what's, what tells you that this is a list form. He said, had not said that at the second Eretz, I just said, Eretz, Kitus, Aira, Gefen, Vitein, Avrimoin, Zayishem, Mutvash, there'll be no way to know this concept of what one comes before the other. From the fact that the Torah put in the word Eretz a second time to show you somehow, not so clear to how exactly, but somehow it's understood from the Gemara that way, that the fact that it says Eretz twice is showing us that there is some sort of list going on over here, and a list in priority order. That's, a, that's the Tzlach there, again, how he explains the Gemara, because he's bothered by a very simple fundamental question, is why is the Gemara assuming that there's a priority list when you're writing down a list? There is no other way to write a list other than having something before another, right? So if you take this Tzlach at a, at, as is, it would be a very strong question. On, I mean, obviously, you can see if Zakhoidish is learning otherwise. But according to this slach, this concept of muktim bekra, which is muktim lebracha, which tells us if something appears on a list first, makes it more important than whatever appears on the list second. It, that's, it's not a klal. Not only is it not a klal for the Torah or Nevi'im or Ksuvim, it's nothing. It's not a klal at all. It's actually something unique about this pasuk, this pasuk, and this pasuk only. Because this pasuk only said the word Eretz twice, and somehow that's a giveaway. That we're that we're um, why, that why, are you assume, why are you assuming that it's because it's unique here? Anytime there's a diuk 
in a in a list where you have some right anytime you have some sort of grammatical or other issue that would might give you the right to assume P- it's just a list it's lavdafka here Lamash, possibly, let's right, say there'd but, be a kfilus in right there'd be a kfilus let's say in the megillah where it doesn't mm-hmm. have to mention this again the fact that it's ibriga hazard right so that would be right it's right that's what the tzlach means not right I'm leaving to say listen, here's what you have to understand. You could just answer the Tzlach and say, what are you talking about? It's Kabbalah's Chazal, right? Elowat, the Tzlach is trying to figure out what's the Hegoyan of Chazal. What's the Hegoyan behind Kabbalah's Chazal? The Hegoyan is based on a Diuk, right? So Lechora, right? So that would give you license to make, in other words, you could just stop everything in its list and say you have no right saying you can't make any extensions from this this idea. But once the Tzlach is saying it's built on Higoyen, if it's built on Higoyen, creating a diuk, then that would give you the right to do that in other places as well. Look, obviously where where you have a mitzvah, right, where there's a tzivui of what to do, clearly you, the Tzlach's kasha eit right? Because when the Torah is telling you God understood, he could have written it the other way. Right, he wants both korbanos brought. Right, mm-hmm. the fact that he wrote one before the other, we we make we assume that you have to do the oila with neza, right? right? So that the oila is kaidim. So so when there's a mitzvah, I think you, you, the list is implied. But when you're describing something that you that, right, when you're describing it, that's that's mm-hmm. where you have the, the question. Okay. But yeah, it's possible. But the psukim of Hager by Yosef Amana, that, for example, is a list form of who gets the meiser. That clearly, I mean, maybe there's a diak there somewhere. I'm just saying that from the, according to this tzvach, it would seem it, it, it's a big chiddush what Nesiv Zakhoidish is saying. And even by Shalach Manas and, um, and Matanis Levyonim, maybe there's a diak somewhere. I don't know. It sounds from the psukim, it sounds from the, the tzvach's cloud, that, that cloud there in Brochus based on the tzvach would not apply, at least here. Maybe it'll apply other places, at least by Purim. And by the mice, the other issue that Nesiv Zakharidish brought up with the Meiser to the Ger Yosem Valmona wouldn't apply either. However, um, I just wanted to say that if you see in the, on the bottom there, notes in that footnote, other Nesiv Zakharidish, he quoted a Makar Chaim from the Chavis Yard. He himself didn't write that. Whoever put out the Sefer uh, wasn't saying that. So I, I looked up that Makar Chaim. That's literally a one-liner in the Makar Chaim from the Bala Chavis Yard. Yeah, so the, towards the top where it says Nira Lee, the Makar Chaim, the Baal Chavis Yoyer is saying, You first go, Shalach Manis, the Pachar said, I'll at least do one. Again, he's not discussing necessarily which one if you can't afford either. He's saying you're going to do both, which one goes first. Why? The Akhtamei Kra, very key words. The Pasik says it for the same story that the Sivas Akhtamei were saying. He already has, has noted there in the footnote that the, the Baal Chavis Yoyer and Makar Chaim says it. He says the Raya is Mishas and the Finest, very again, very cryptic, very hard to know what he's referring to. It's all written very shorthand. Udeloike, my guess was the Naharshalim. I don't know who we're saying that. Then he says, Ayn Simon Reish Yud Aleph. That's the whole short quote from the Chavez Yoyer. If you look there in Reish Yud Aleph, Reish Yud Aleph is the Hilfas Brochus that where the Shulchan Aruch quotes that din of Mukdim Lepra, Mukdim Lebrach. So I understood from this. This little short, this one liner from the Makar Chaim, so he understood not like the Tzlach. This is a very big backing for the Sivas Akhoidish is saying. He understood not like the Tzlach. That when the Gemara in Brachas says, called Muktim Bekra, is Muktim Lebracha, 
That's not only for Hilchas Brachas. That's not unique because it says Eretz twice or whatever. It's not a unique thing for Hilchas Brachas. It seems to be a Shas Klal because the Makar Chaim is telling you, you know how I know that I'm right, that the Shalach Manas goes first because it's in the Pasuk first because look at Simon Reish Yudalaf. And in Simon Reish Yudalaf, that's where it tells you when uh, the Bracha goes before the other because it appears first. So it would seem to me that this that Nesim Sakhoidish says that what goes first in the Pasuk is a universal klal, and therefore over here would tip the scales in favor of Shalachmanus over Matanas Yoinim is really dependent on a seemingly of Do we really give any credit? Any uh, any? Do, is there something to the fact that something is written first? It, again, it seems to me. I mean, as the Shira of Dulevich mentioned, it's possible. It's just from there. There could be other diukim, whatever. But it does seem at face value that the tzlach is very strongly limiting this license. He's telling you this is not across the board, take you wherever you want and use this cloud. Well, whatever is first is first. He's telling you, well, at least there has to be some sort of deed or some sort of giveaway that's a list form. The Chavez Yar, on the other hand, seems to be saying that no, the, the mere fact that he connects the Hilchas Shalachman is going first from Hilchas Brachas, he obviously understood that this Gemara and Brachas and that Memalot is telling you a cloud for Kal Terakula. What comes first is first. And I found a tremendous riot to this Chavez Yar. Then the Chubas Chavez Yar himself. And Simon Kuf Kaftes, Kuf, Kuf, Kuf Test is in the middle of a long discussion. I once sort of quoted in the to a different discussion, whatever the topic is, whatever he's discussing over there in great length, but in just to zero in on one point of what he's discussing, he's discussing of who could be Mater and Ender. And is there a priority order of who you go to first? The Yachin Mumka versus Three Head Yaitis. Is it whoever you can find first? I mean, whoever is more, whoever is available first? Or if there's a Mumka around, I can't just go to Gimel Hadyaitis. That's part of the discussion of his tshuva. Is Gimel Hadyaitis like a backup plan or is it a chatila? So in the course of, of that tshuva, and, and it's not on the screen, but I was meant to, in short, he says that Yachid Mumcha, if you have the option to go to either the Yachid Mumcha or to the Gimel Hadyaitis, you go to the Yachid Mumcha. Why? He says, it's a, he says the Pasuk says in Matthews, Rashi Amathis, right? Then afterwards it says, V'hadar B'nei Yisrael, if you learn out that Gimel Hadyaitis is kosher. So Zak the Chavis Yar and tshuvas, that the fact that it said Roshi Matas, which is the source for Yachin Mumcha, before it says Bnei Yisrael, which is the source for Gimel Yaitis, shows me if it's either, if I either or, you have to go to the Yachin Mumcha. Yachin Mumcha goes first. So what I take out of this is the Chavaz Yar is definitely Lishitaso, that he understood this cloud of Muktim Bekram, Muktim Lebracha, something comes first, is first, is a universal cloud in Kolatayra Kul, it seems to be. It's and that's why the brachas go first the way they did. That's why Shalachmanas would go before Matanas Levyanim. That's why Yachid Mumcha goes before Gimel Adyaitis. The way it's set up in the Psukim, that's what will go first. That is the priority order. Again, according to the Tzlach, it would seem that you, you can't, that you can't, he would disagree on the Chavis Yar on this point also, well, because it says it first doesn't mean anything. Remember, the, the, the Tzlach himself asked the question, who cares that it says something first? How else do you write something if not saying something first? I mean, that's what that's what was bothering the Tzlach there in that Memal. So he answered, you're right, there is, no, there is no magic to being something written first. It's only because it said Eretz twice over there that gave me a diak that we knew that this specifically is a list form. So again, just to sum up over here, the Nesiv Sakhoidish addressed the question of Meshach Manas versus Matanas Levyayim, which was a seemingly unique approach that, let's just look at the Psukim, which, which one is mentioned first? And he said, Meshach Manas, I mean, if the Pasuk says, Meshach Manas is mentioned first, that's what will go first. So I'm saying that, that seems to be, it, that's totally in the big Again, I think what was very interesting about this, it really could, it must be hundreds of examples out there of if something is mentioned first, does that really make it come first? 
I'm just thinking now that those that I mentioned in the beginning of this year that you have in Hilchos Tzitzis and Phil in the beginning of it, Mr. Brewer discusses what, what goes first, Tzitzis or Phil, and can't afford both, or Phil and Rizzo. Why, why can't we just take out a Sabatur and, and find it in the Pesukim? Which one comes first? I, I mean, according to the, the Tzlach, of course we're not going to do that because there is no such Tzlach. Or maybe it's only in one Pesuk. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how far the Chavaz Yar is going the other way. I mean, the Chavaz Yar, on the other hand, at both in the Seif and Mekar Chaim and Hilchus Korim and both in the Chuvas Chavaz Yar, is clearly understanding that there is a universal concept called whatever comes first is first. So again, I'm wondering, I'm just wondering, Alan, if that would apply even in non-Sukkim, meaning like in the, even, I mean, not in the same Pesach. If it's like one Pesach here, one Pesach somewhere else, I don't know. But either way, that's one very interesting cloud to put away. In Torah and Vim Exuvim, do we prioritize based on where it appears in the Pesach? Seems to be a Machlekes, the Tzlach and the Chavas Yar. Now let's just go a step further. If we have time to discuss the slack a little further, but I just want to show you that it's not just the Shaila and how to deal with it. Before I mentioned that the Chiddush at the Nesiv Sakhlidish extended it from a Pasuk by Brachas to Sukkim and Nach, it goes even further. Achrayim discussed, can you even be, can you do that in the Mishnah? It's not just Tanach, even in Mishnayis, if something is mentioned first, does that necessarily mean that it comes first? What's the basis for that question? Well, it seems to be Mephurish and Shulchan Aruch. In Arachaim, Tuf Ayin Gimel, you possibly could pull it up. Tuf Ayin Gimel, Hilchas Pesach, Sif Mem, where it discusses Hilchas Marar. What do you use for Marar? So in Sif Hey, it says Eli Rakish Yotzim Mem, etc. It tells you which ones you're supposed to do. The Iker Hamitzvah is Bechazeres. Best is Chazeres. Ain Loi Chazeres. What happens if you don't have a Chazeres? So the key word over there is Yachzer Acher Rishon Rishon. Go in order. You go in order of the way they're listed in the Mishnah, which is the Mishnah in Sachem Daf Lamed Tess Amen Aleph. So the Shulchan Aruch and the Torah has that same lashon also. So the Torah and Shulchan Aruch are seemingly, seemingly telling us that when something is presented, if there's a list order of something, the list you could be medayik. Whatever comes first is first. It's more important. If you don't have the Chazeres and you don't and you don't know what what, what do I do next, I don't have Chazeres. What's the second best option tomorrow? So both the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch are telling you, go to the list and see what, what appears higher up on the list. Whatever is second is second, third, third, etc. That would seem to be, would seem from, from the Shulchan Aruch, that this cloud, can you be medayik, what, what comes first is first, applies to a Mishnah as well. It's not just in the Psukim. However, not everyone agrees to this. There's not necessarily, is this a raya across the board that when it comes to Mishnayis, you can be medayik. And that, that is, it's a question in Hilfa Shechita and Simen Vav, where the Tvua Shar and are, is discussing what are you supposed to shecht with? What is the uh, what is the, um, the the best knife or whatever to shecht? With? Ideally, you're supposed to use when you find a sakin. We don't have a sakin. Some called it tzores, fukas. There's many different uh, many different mateches, many different options of how to shecht. So a little a little uh, further down, the, um, the he quotes a Bach. And Tvua Shar quotes a Bach. He says, "What happens if you don't have?" the ideal sakin, what's the next best thing to use? So he says you should use a sur, you say, yeah, he says, it's about halfway down on the right side, he says it's better to use a sur v'sfukhis. So the Bach says, you want to know, again, what's the priority order of how to know which knife to use or what object to use to shech. If you don't have the ideal knife, go to the list of the, of the b'risa there in Fulin, and go and order what's on the list, which is very, and, and, and is a raya from the, as he goes on to say, to Ushar, like I mentioned, from Tafayin Gimel when it comes to Mara, 
it seems to be that that, that it seems there there is such a principle out there that when a Mishnah or Brisa gives you a list, it's in order. It's in a specific order. You follow the order. The Tzvoshar himself disagrees with this Bach. And he says that it's true you find it in Hilchus Maror, and you have to figure out why. Why in Hilchus Maror it's true. But it's not true for Kol Atayrakula. When 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 for every Mishnah, when a Mishnah tells you a list, right, for example, he says over there, by Gittin, tells you how many different options of how to write and get. That you don't have to use the Yoy before you use Sam, you can use whatever you want. Or when it comes to matzah, he goes over, when it comes to matzah, the following meaning you could use, it's also a mission of Sachem for, for the mitzvah of matzah. It doesn't, there's no priority one over the other based on the listing. So that, that's that it's foolish. So in summary, does this cloud of if something appears first, does it go first in halacha when it comes to a Mishnah? You know, we discussed before how to, how to deal with it when it's entirely to be Muxuvim. When it comes to a Mishnah, it seems to be a machlekes between the Bach and Tvushar. How uh, how far this how 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 far you could go with this idea that you can, whoever comes first is first. According to the Bach, it seems to be a universal principle, just like it said it there in Hilchas Maror. Whatever's on the list goes first. That exact language of the Shulchan Aruch by Hilchas Maror, the Bach uses for Shrita. Whatever is listed first, whatever is mentioned first, goes first. The Tvushar says there's no such thing. You don't just go whatever. Whatever is listed first goes first. It doesn't work that way, all right? So that would it would seem that that's the, the um, that should be negated. According to Tzlach, there is no such thing really of whatever goes first goes first. He he seems to really limit it to that Gemara Brachas Mem Aleph of that pasuk. Perhaps like Rabbi Levish mentioned, maybe when there's other Diukim or something that gives away that type of thing, fine. But there is no license to take out of this to say. Well, I'm not sure. What I'm not do. sure. It might it might be that Tzlach holds that in darshning the Torah you have a kpeda. But obviously, when uh, you when you put a lit when Chazal who are yeah, are putting Perhaps something we, together, forget that Tzlach and all the Chachamim must have had a reason. I mean, yeah, look, I was about to look, say, look, you're going to put something. a you're going to put a list of who you're inviting to the Chasana, right? So you're going to make that list. There's a reason right. why those names came first when Chazal right. were being massaged. So it could be that Tzlach could admit. Right. I was going to mention that. Yeah. I was going to Perhaps when you those are just sukim in the Torah, but here when you're providing an actual list. Could be there. I was thinking along that as well. But because, way, so we have, because it's Basar Vidam, and we know that Basar Vidam work with uh, priorities. Every right, right. psychologist will tell you there's always got to be a reason. And and right, Chazal, right, so. Chazal are very midactic. So there is there might be something there that in a way right. is not necessarily true, like like, like in terms of the Torah. Look, right. it's, it's sort of like what the Rambam says in Maranavuchim, that you can't come up with reasons why there's seven and why there's three, right? That's what the Rambam says. You can't start using numbers to figure out Isaitis and Korbanis because otherwise you'll ask, well, why this number and not something else? Right. That's right. so that, that's sort of where I think it, it informs the Tzalach's Mahalach. Like in other words, Mahikitesi, unless there's some sort of echrach. Mashaenkein people, okay, you know, you, you might be able to work differently. I'm just saying, uh, Ulai right. Efsha. Right. Okay. So in, in the Pesukim itself, we see on the Tzlach, which I, I think is a very uh, a good question. I think this is what Rabbi Levitch earlier was uh, referring to that, that again, the Tzlach said, just going back to the Tzlach for a second, he said, when the Pesuk says, Mukdim Bakra, Mukdim Lebracha, Eretz Chitzer, that's because it says Eretz twice. And if you look at that language of the Tzlach inside, he seems to make it sound like there is no such thing of coming first, going first. Now, whatever is first is first. He doesn't seem to buy into that cloud. The problem is the Mishnah says, and the, the Mishnah says, increases, at the end of Krisis, the last Mishnah increases, and the this last Tesefta increases, there's a, a longer list of what, what comes before what. 
it comes for Yahoo name chain Mubharm out name because it's better. Tamaloy Marvim Kevis Yah. I would think of a Kibravaim. Instead, I'm just just quickly as we're and running out of time over here, just mentioning the um Shemaim comes before Aretz. You know, Shemaim coming before Aretz, and uh Moshe coming before Aaron, Aaron coming before Moshe. All those things, some of them I mentioned are in the are in the Mishnah there in, in Creases, the last mission increases, Others are from the Tesefta, which has a lengthier, uh, a lengthier list of what comes before what. And all of them are all, I would think it comes first to come up and because they're better or greater or whatever. And there's always a Talmud Lamar on the opposite side. Like Rashi and Flemish, the brings you with Aaron and Moshe, quotes in there. Now I would think the Moshe was greater than Aaron, he's always first. No, that's what it's just Aaron and Moshe, etc. So I thought it's a very obvious question on the Tanakh over here. If according to the Tzach, there is no such thing of whatever goes first is first, it's only because it said Eretz twice that we understood that there's some sort of like priority list over here. And what's the Mishnah and, and, and the that Greece is talking about? Why would I think that, that a Keves comes before a, 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 a Ezeb, comes before Ezeb because it's first? Who cares that it's first? How else are you supposed to write a list if not first? Why would I think Moshe is greater than Aaron because it said Moshe and Aaron? How else are you supposed to write it? I thought this was a very uh, strong question on, on the talk, and it seems like Chazal understood it as a double portion in Pesukim. If something's mentioned first, there's something well, to it. Right, especially, like I was trying to say before, if there's a mitzvah, especially if it's a seder of a Hanhog and a Karbin, right, so and right, one right. thing is mentioned first, you could be, you, we have to figure that out. The Gemara and Brachas, though, I don't know if everybody understands, we're talking about Kedima that's dependent on your rotsen to eat. In other words, right. basically, there's no mitzvah. You, you don't have to. You don't have to eat these things at all. Nervous. Right. Here's a demand that if you want to eat it because of your bechira, you have you should choose this first, right? So right. there, to to force people to take one food over the other, it's not going to be a bigger kiyum, right? Right. right. Nervous. Right. It's some. It somehow shows chavivas of eretz yisrael more. It shows that you're more like what what bechalal. Do you accomplish in kedima bebrochis? Right? Is it to hasta besser brocha? No. The pshat is is that you're you're machshiv the rabbinu shalom's list of eretz yisrael more in right, terms of what right. you're doing. But it's not like a kiyama mitzvah, so right, a kiyama mitzvah or a description of 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 of, of, of you know of 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 of, of, of the seder besoyer of Moshe and Aaron. So so I think that it could be that the tzlach, the point to answer the tzlach might be miyuchid there. Right? He doesn't necessarily. He doesn't imply like the two ashore does in the in, in the piece that you saw that Mehechi Tesi, of course, these right. He's just he, it bothers him that in 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 a in a, a matzav that's totally your bechira, but this now forces you to shift gears and to make a brach on here. Where do you have the imperpetuer to be able to demand that? And there mm-hmm. you see from the fact that the Torah could have written the shevach veretz in a different way. And he kept on saying Eretz, did Eretz twice. So that's trying to show you that this is the way to show Chashivas Eretz Yisrael in your brachas. That's what I would say to be Metaretz Balabatish from your kashas. Because we're not talking about here Katla Kanya Ba'agba. We're talking about someone that so he was familiar with us, you know. The answer is that the key words over here is Bechol Makim. It always says the words Bechol Makim there in Kresis. It's possible that this Mishnah and everything, everyone agrees with the Tzlach. There's no such thing, oh, because something's first, it goes first. The stress about, let's say, let's use the word Moshe of Iron, for example, that you would think Moshe is greater because it says in first, Bichol Mokayim. If it, the key is that it says, Bichol Mokayim, meaning had it just said it once, when Tyre presents something, there is nothing to it. What comes first? How else is he supposed to do it? It's, it's not one list, it's a pattern. In other words, right. there's a pattern that you already see other places. Right. One you list doesn't do off. it. 
right, right. If it once once here, once there, then then maybe right, you can't take anything out of it. And the fact that it's bechol makom and it goes to the two key words that like underline bechol makom. It says every time every list in there increases both in the mission and the It says this I think that is what tells the Chazal over there that hey, if every single time it's that way, it must be on purpose. Therefore, that wouldn't be a cash. It talks about one pasuk where one time it says in this one time listing of something, could you make any sort of diak out of oh, it comes first or not? That's good. That's what I would think. That sounds even that sounds even better. But I would also say just to to to, to end with a Purim dikazach yeah. is that l'chayr there's something even before that in the pasuk right, which is mishta v'simcha right. You made mishta v'simcha u'shloich manus yishrayeyu matanos avyonim. So l'chayr right. I don't know if that, but let's say you only have a chance to do one. L'chayr wow. you would have to, you would do mishta v'simcha first right. I don't know if you can I don't know if you can split mishta and simcha though. <laughs> Mishta Basimcha, I think, is, is one idea, right? The the yeah. Mishta is Ba'etzim the Hisgashmus or the Hisgawas of how the Simcha needs to happen. So it's not like Mishta, it's like I'm having a drink and not be right. So, but Lukhaira, no, I'm saying if the Kharkiver yeah. is right, Lukhaira, <laughs> the same take it, bump it up a step. I only have time to do one thing. Lukhaira, you would do the Purim Suda. Right, and we see that right. It's already they only start the second half of the passing. What do you do if you have shalach one or more times again? Right, I mean that's that. That is a good point. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you could you go with the asnachta or not. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I think that the the shtickel that you quoted from going to Yochan Mumcha might be another mahalach that the tzlach, of course, would agree to, is because milsa daasi midrasha is obviously less. This is also spoken out by the Achreinim and the Kloli Asfarim, right? The Chanavashim and others talk about this at length, that things that are only Mimedrish Akro, like Kol Yisrael, is Marbe Shloishad Yotis. Roishayamatis, that you know means Nasiyim, right? People who, by definition, right? So that would be a higher Darga, no? Do you hear what I'm saying? No, it's, yeah. Even if you don't yeah. say it's Alsut's Muktam, it's because where do you have Shoshad Yaitas from? It's like it's from a Drosha about about Yisro. Call Yisro, maybe they're the ones that have to come to the to, to the Chachamim. But El Roshi Amatis is Mashma that they are the primary emphasis of who this halacha is for. So maybe there anybody would be Maida that you would go to a Yochad Mimcha first. Yeah. Does that does that make sense to you? Sounds right. I <laughs> hear. Okay. Yeah. But I'm saying, so this way, it's not because it's first, it's because it's more mafuri. Right, it's not, right. Tavis Yara is the one who's first because it comes first. You're saying I understand. The Shittasa was the schmack. The Shittasa was a Givaldic thing that you found it. I'm just saying, in terms of that actual psak din, even people that are, are, are that, that are skeptical of what you are calling the Chavis Yoris Mahalach might agree with Halacha that you should go to Yom right, Mumcha right. just based yeah. on the fact that uh, uh, something which is more Mufurish Pikra and, and more more open Chazal of course tell us what it means but something which is clearly in the words more than something that's Milsud Asi from Madrasha or from a Yitur we find that consistently that that would, that would be Muktav. Rabbi Yaakov we're going to have to have you sure. it was on fire it was Oira the Oira not only the light of Teira but the Eish as well, yeah. the, the Lohav of Tehra. Okay. okay, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.